stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. you live from dnhq in beautiful south pasadena california this is the blue heaven podcast and there's a lot going on in dodgers nation right now what is going on people of the internet my name is clint you can find me as real frg on twitter and instagram that's right i'm brooke you can find me at brooke me three on twitter and instagram on today's show well we got a new guy i mean he's not new he's old He's very old. I've never heard of this name. He's 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 pretty old. Uh, Albert Pujols, the Los Angeles Dodger. If you haven't heard by now, then I don't know why the hell you're watching our show because clearly you don't you don't look at stuff. Yeah, you don't do the internet very well. Mm. Uh, Pujols is a Dodger. Uh, Corey Seager is hurt, and it sucks. And I mean, everybody's kind of hurt. Uh, new roster, who dis? Because they did that. You know, Andrew Friedman did that thing he does, where he kind of like just shows out, builds up a new roster. So they got Yoshi Sutsugo, so that's a fun name to always talk about uh, or to say. We're going to talk about him in a little bit. There's a whole lot more we're going to talk about. I think we got to give away uh, the prize from last week, which is that thing that I'm not going to make Brooke get down again, but it's from our friends over at Vintage Brands, so stay tuned. A little bit later, we'll announce that. Winner of the giveaway. Before we get into the show, we got to remind you this is a podcast, so if you would like to uh, subscribe and help us out, that'd be cool. iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Stitcher Radio, Player FM, everywhere your podcasts are available for free, we're there. And if you could leave a review, do it. That'd be cool. Not every spot lets you do that. Do subscribe, though, on our YouTube, youtube.com slash DodgersNationTV. That would help us out a whole bunch. Me, this guy, Doug, Eric Ulo. Uh, we got a lot of stuff that comes out. Uh, pretty much every day, there's new Dodgers content on the internet. Absolutely, because oh. every day something happens, as uh, was displayed this past weekend. You know, usually weekends are fun. You get to relax. You get to hang out. Not this no. weekend. Not this weekend. It was not something that we could do. On that note, do you do you like that? Okay, so usually, I mean, there's not much you can do in the uh, in the COVID area era. So we you know we golf whenever we can. Uh, usually, when it's going to be a day where we're kind of like expecting to maybe have a few more brew doggies and and not be overly engaged in that day we'll tell one another hey i'm gonna be out golfing that day and usually without fail when i tell you that something big happens every time i think that you should keep golfing (laughs) just keep golfing see what happens yeah and just see if we i don't know you know sign uh sign oral hersheiser or something like that i don't know like i mean i guess i can start a gofundme for like golf uh yeah. Golfer roster. Yeah, you can do whatever yeah. you want, man. The world's your oyster. Guys, don't forget this is a live show. We are here. We want to talk with you guys about all the moves, everything happening, good and bad. We want to talk about it all. So jump into the comments. Let us know where you're repping Dodge Nation. Brendan over on YouTube says, How are we feeling about Sutsugo? I like Sutsugo. Sutsugo? Sutsugo. Yeah, there's a t shirt in there somewhere. No, I haven't found please, it yet. No, no, don't, nobody. Um, I feel good in the sense of it costs us nothing. Uh, it hurts us almost none at all. However, to, to get ahead in the show, it's better than Luke Rayleigh. That's what I feel right now. That's the name of the show, actually. Better than Luke Rayleigh. <laughs> Look, Luke Rayleigh's a nice boy. Not a big leaguer right now. Got put in a bad spot. We'll talk more about Yoshi's son a little bit later. 
in the show, though. Uh, Jonathan Mora asking what number will Pujols wear. He's wearing number 55, as predicted by your boy, the real FRG right here. Um, Roach is in the house and said, what's up, guys? Drinking some Hangar 24? Because, you know, he's an IE boy. Yeah, he yeah. must drink what's there. In, in, no imports. In, in yeah. Riverside. Yeah, no imports there. Uh, he also says, go golfing, and maybe we'll sign Scott Van Slyke. And if you guys don't follow Roach on the internet, he's... Um, uh, I don't know if he's trolling Scotty or if he's actually like just straight up creeping on Scott Van Slyke, but we're worried about you, Roach. <laughs> I, I think he is an actual fan of Scott Van Slyke, and uh, I think his only fan. <laughs> oh, this is Scott Van Slyke only fans. Cool. Oh, Subscribe. Uh, Daniel Soto is on Periscope. Says, "Cheers, lads. Cheers, uh, Daniel. Thanks Cheers. for hanging out with Brian's, us." Uh, look, I, I think he says Ukraine. I think that's what that says. Not sure. It's not spelled mm-hmm. right. But Brian said he's checking in from the Ukraine, which, you know, Mr. and Mr. Worldwide, again, I don't I don't know what else to tell you guys. It just it's just what it be, you know? John, Jonathan right here says what it do. It 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 do that we be Mr. and Mr. Worldwide. Did I nail Brendan that? says, I uh what are what's your what's your handicap? <laughs> I mean, kind of a fat guy. Uh I'm about an eight ten, something like that, eight eight to ten handicap right That's now. Good. It seems to be about the bucket I'm in. My handicap is my golf game. Uh, I would not recommend a, uh, bringing me along for pace of play. However, uh, I'm a good time. <laughs> and that's honestly the slogan on Brooks' new OnlyFans. Subscribe. It's uh, OnlyFans.com slash OnlyFans.com. Uh, Undead Chronic, beautiful name on YouTube, says, Are we now the all-geriatric team? Uh, when you add a forty-one-year-old, you, you you really uh, I think you're you're automatically filed for AARP. Mm-hmm. Um, look, Albert Pujols is a straight-up legend, first ballot Hall of Famer, one of the best people, one of the best baseball players I've ever watched with my own two human eyes. However, dude looks like straight-up you know gordito paisa that you're gonna see at the a swap meet. Uh, back when those were a thing on the weekend, yeah, I missed watching him waddle around. I was telling. Brooke before the show, you know, he's going to play in the first, uh, his first game. He's starting at first base. He's batting cleanup. And after the game, he's going to go sell tortas on the corner. So, you know, he's a nice boy. Happy to have him. Pinche Berto. Yeah. He's got them uh, killer tortas. Anyway. Jorge checking in from Riverside as well. Roach, you have a friend. He's he's in the better part of the IE. <laughs> Jonathan Morris says, is he really 41 or 45? You remember that where everybody was like, He's probably like five years older than what he was saying when he first came up. I do remember that. Uh, I like how you just leave that alone after that. Like people are like, I think he's older, and they're like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, Benito Santiago did a very similar thing where he was actually like 10 years older. Yeah. It, it, it is what it is. I think people uh, aren't uh, aware of the fact that uh, I am a Mexican, so I can say things about... Uh, my Latino. You mean your last people. name's not Pasillas? No, it is not. Pujols is twenty one. Chill. Hell Pujols yeah, let's 21. go. But yeah, let, let's just get right into it now. Uh, Hall of Famer, a former Dodger killer for years and years, uh, joins blue. He's wearing blue for the first time in his career. It's weird. I but man, Dodger blue just helps everybody. I uh, I don't know what it is. Uh, I don't think everybody. I think sometimes when you change uniform, it looks better. I think it depends on person mm-hmm. to person. I personally think Nolan Arenado looks terrible in red. I think it's just the weirdest, grossest thing. Yeah. 
Um, but I, there's just weird thing that happens that no matter who comes to the Dodgers, no matter what uniform they were in before, you just look better in Dodger blue. And I'm not sure what it is about it. Maybe it's, you know, we really like the Dodgers, and so it makes sense. But I just think some people look a lot better. And I, I don't. I think that's certainly in the case with Albert. I mean, if you saw his new look, if you guys got to see the preview of that, if you've seen him, uh, clips of him in his jersey. Mm-hmm. Dude looks fresh. I think he somehow yeah. looks younger. I don't know how I, that happened. I would I would agree with that, man. He does have a a, a youthful hue to him now, even though watch him waddling out on the field is a little bit of a different. When he story. runs, it'll it'll change. Uh, it's it's I don't know, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be weird because again, I've I've watched this dude destroy the Dodgers for twenty years now. Uh, well, let's say for like eleven years, <laughs> he destroyed the Dodgers and the rest of of the league. Um, and now he's a Dodger. It's just, it's very peculiar. What was your uh, your initial thought, your reaction when uh, when that happened? Like clearly somebody hacked Jorge Castillo. No, I mean I <laughs> I saw it like the second it went up. I just happened to see it pop up immediately, and so I kind of just like froze for a second. Yeah. Like I mean, from a fan side of things, it's different than from what we do. Uh, so the, I always have like two different reactions to it. The fan side of me obviously likes to sit there and ponder it and think about it. And then the other side of me is like, I have to get this out immediately. Yeah. I don't have time to think about it. So once I got it out and then I could think about it a little bit, I was like, that's actually a great move. Like a lot about it makes sense. It costs, I mean, yeah. the biggest thing, the number one thing, it's free. <laughs> it's Pro-rated not. It's not every. Minimum. It's not every day that you basically get a, a first ballot Hall of Famer on your roster for free, and that's what it is. I mean, mm-hmm. he brings in a lot with that. Obviously, the defense isn't there ever. I mean, I, I can you remember the last time the defense was there? I think it's been a while. Man, it, it. That's another thing that's weird because well, not weird because you know getting old sucks. But but mm. he was an elite defender at first for a while gold glove winner i think he won like three four five i don't know how many he he won a good amount at first i mean i remember him coming up playing third base playing left field uh, they were trying to hide him in left field because you remember how like he blew out his elbow and then yeah. just they never did anything about it yeah very weird but uh yeah the my first instinct was just like what the hell this is this is this is not right. <laughs> I don't get it. And then you really do start to dive in. You're like, I mean, the Dodgers are pretty god awful against left-handed pitching. They've needed more right-handed batters, uh, at least available. And they have children on their bench. They do have children. Like, on I mean, their with bench. all due respect, to everybody that's been on the bench. I mean, I, I would rather have a 41 year old almost footless Albert Pujols go out there than Sheldon Noisy getting pinch hit opportunities at this point. Sheldon Noisy, by the way, I think is going to be a very good big leaguer. He's just not there, and he's been forced into an opportunity that wasn't supposed to be there. Yeah. Same thing with Luke Rayleigh. Same thing with a couple of really young guys on the team. They weren't supposed to be here yet. No. And now they found themselves in a place where they have to be here, and they've they there's unrealistic expectations on them. And so I'm not knocking them by any means, but when you look at that and you have the availability of a guy like Albert Pujols, not even just the availability, the willing, the willingness to come to this team and play and possibly mm-hmm. take a bench position and possibly just get pinch hit opportunities. Um, that's obviously changed over the past like yeah. forty eight hours, but um, you got to take that. And then the Angels are paying. There's a little extra that's like <laughs> I love the fact that the Angels are paying thirty million dollars for him, and we are like he's just going to play for us. But you guys, you pick up his tab. Thank you. And you look back a couple weeks ago where we have uh, not once but twice a Clayton Kershaw pinch hitting sighting in in situations that could have won games or at least put the team ahead uh yeah i would rather see 
an Albert Pujols over, and I and I love DJ Peters. He's he's a good dude. Um, hopefully one day he can put it all together. Big swing, big hole everywhere in his swing right now. But he's got talent. He's he's got a future somewhere. Uh, probably not on the bench for LA, and I don't know if there's ever going to be a starting spot for him. But to be able to throw in, you know. Albert potentially when the team starts getting healthy and Pulse is, is in his role that mm-hmm. he's supposed to be in, which is pinch hitting, uh, occasional spot start. I mean to thrust him in there uh, in his first game to have him starting against Mad Bum. I probably maybe would have rather seen Matt Beatty in there, but I guess you know given the fact that they signed Albert Pujols to be the lefty killer off the bench, he's had success against lefties uh, this year, even though the numbers uh, aren't all that great. But um, yeah, just. A lot of things going on. So let's hear now from the man himself, Mr. Albert Pujols. Whatever. I, I told him I'm, I'm here to do whatever, you know, uh, pinch it, first base, whatever they want. Uh, I think uh, at the end of the day, just I'm just excited to have this opportunity to, to wear this uniform. And, uh, you know, glad to be here. A bunch of great group of guys in this clubhouse. Uh, and uh, they're already making me feel like home. I knew that it wasn't over for me, so right away I was continuing to work, you know, pretty much out of these last, I don't know, 12 days, 13 days that I've been out of the game, I was working out probably 11 of them, you know, just lifting, had a program, doing, uh, you know, my lifting, my hitting, everything that was going to keep me in game shape because I knew, uh, you know, I had a few things that were interesting on me and I want to make sure that I was ready to go, you know, I I didn't want to. Um, you know, stop doing any baseball activity and then had to push back if I do get that call. So I've been, um, and, you know, hitting and just being ready and, and ready to go. And when I got this call and this opportunity, I was like, you know, I was blessed. And to be able to be here, you know, and, and try to represent this organization uh, is awesome. It's a great opportunity. And I thank God for that door that was open again for me and uh, I wear this uniform. Hey, listen, I, I've been playing against this organization long enough on the other side and I see how they go about it. And I think that's something that I wanted to be part of it. And like I told you earlier, you know, the, the game plan that they lay out for me and the communication that was really important. And, you know, I'm here and I'm just really excited to contribute uh, to this ball club and this organization. So I want to thank Dave and... Uh, you know, and Andrew for giving me that opportunity to wear this uniform. Right off the bat, I'll say he said all the right things mm-hmm. in this press conference. Uh, mm-hmm. He said he'll do whatever he, the team needs. He just is here to to try to do whatever, literally whatever, and to try to win another World Series. It's been uh, it's been ten years since that man has won a World Series. Um, I saw one of the comments right here. Uh, where, 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 where? Uh, oh, I like Mark. Mark Reed says on Facebook, uh, doubt Albert and you pay. That's another little like nugget to this whole thing. He's got a chip on his shoulder for the first time in uh, quite some time. Yeah, I mean, to be a future Hall of Famer um, with that kind of salary and that kind of contract given to you, a 10-year contract, and then to have it cut short right before your contract's about to be up, but also having to be paid for that. So it's like they have no other incentive other than to clear up a roster space for him. Is a little bit of a, a, I mean, obviously it's a business decision. I think it was a good decision by the Angels. I think it made sense. They have the talent mm-hmm. that they have young guys that he's just kind of taking up a spot and blocking at the moment. Personally, I think you treat someone like that a little with a little more respect. 
when he's with your organization for that long, but it certainly seems like it could be something that's motivating him a little bit. And we've seen that from veterans that have come through in the past. We've seen guys who are supposed to be washed up, who are supposed to not really have anything else yeah. to offer, show up for a year and absolutely mash. Uh, you look at guys like Matt Kemp. You look at guys like borderline Russell Martin. You look at a bunch of, you know, even Chase Utley. And then, you know, he wasn't, Freeze. wasn't great. But David Freeze, another guy, former teammate of uh, Albert's several years ago. But yeah. longtime teammate of, of uh, old Albert. So. I think that is a motivating factor. I think that I think that he will be better than he was this year in Anaheim. I don't think it was indicative mm-hmm. of what he actually is and what he's actually capable of. You and I talked a little bit about of his peripheral numbers. The dude's hitting the ball harder than he has in the past five or six years right now, which sometimes means something. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't, but it seems like it does this year. And he's having the same problems that Will Smith is having, where he's hitting mm-hmm. it right at people. We all know working with Dodgers hitting coaches has changed a lot of players' games. I don't know how much you can do that at age 41 uh, <laughs> because, I mean, you're, you're 41. You've been swinging the same way for X amount of years. But I do think that there is the extra motivation. I think the change of scenery, there is something real to that. I think playing in Dodger Blue at Dodger Stadium, mm-hmm. there is something to that. Um, it's not like anybody likes playing in Angel Stadium. I mean, <laughs> And the motivation to want to win. Again, this is a guy, this is a, a, a the storied player uh in the history of the game of baseball and uh, he's a two-time world champion three-time mvp probably wants to add one more let's tie him up let's get him another world series and get him uh well he's not gonna get an mvp this year but he'll be right there he'll be knotted up (laughs) and uh knowing the role this is it's a no-lose situation for the dodgers as long as if he's not producing they don't hold on to him for the longest time sure right now the boys are hurt you got Seeger, who's now out i mean bare minimum is a month which is it feels really really like uh, optimistic for me cody may be back uh sometime late next week at the earliest you got mckinstry about the same situation those guys are going to be taking away at bats first from some some of the other guys like the noisies like the dj peters like the luke raley's whatever it may be uh david price comes back today although as of showtime they didn't say who they're getting rid of we assume it's edwin uh, oseta but um to, to to add somebody the caliber of an albert pujols and have him really be your pinch hitter, oh, man, that, that like, on paper, um, <laughs> I guess I should say, like, on Wikipedia, on baseball reference, it makes a lot of sense because this is a dude who's done a lot of damage in his career. He's the, he's the active leader in most offensive stats right now in, in baseball history um, and, like, you know, in the top five of, of most of them uh, all time. And importantly, he said he's ready to embrace that role, and he's he's looking forward to that role, despite what you know writers said of him in Anaheim, where he wanted to play first base every day. He he won eighty on that in his press conference today, saying like that was never the situation. Yep. Like he was, he said he was surprised he had gotten like around eighty at bats so far this year. Eh, we'll say it's somewhere in the middle. Good job, he broke the thing again, but. Yeah, if you get him motivated, excited, and and uh, ready to embrace a role that he has not done very much. 21-year career, 41 pinch hit appreciances uh, all time. Wow. The, uh, option Mitch, Mitch White? White. Yeah, oh, wow. Not option Edwin. I guess they were just like, which guy pitched last? Okay. Yeah, they were. <laughs> Who went very, very last? Mitch White? 
you're out of here. He pitched really well yesterday. Yeah, yeah and, and he'll be and back. He'll be back at the end of this weekend. The ERA but... looks good, at least. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, well, so we, we talked about the benefits. We talked about the upside. We talked about the positives. We talked about everything we're excited about. What stresses you out about this? Because for me, the biggest thing that stresses me out is the fact that Max Muncie might have to play a lot of second base, and that's not necessarily just because of pools. There's a lot of stuff that goes into that. Yeah. With Seager out with CT's wrist falling off or whatever happened to him. A lot of things that are kind of pushing Max over to second base right now. Yeah, it it, it seemed like the writing was on the wall, and it really does suck because Mac, uh, Max has been really locking in there at 1B, oh, playing he, gold glove level defense, caliber defense, yeah. like Davis said a number of times. I know you're big mad because now he might not be able to win his his gold glove. Listen, I don't know how many times in his career he's going to get the opportunity to win a gold glove. This is his best chance, I think, that he's yeah. ever going to have. And he's playing phenomenal defense. You look at his defensive run saved for a first baseman, and he's miles ahead of every other first baseman. And that's a I mean, that's a big metric for a first baseman's gold glove defense. Yeah. you got to remember, though, he's a West Coast uh, baseball player. He's a Dodger, so the writers weren't going to give him the love. It was no, going to no, be no. Goldschmidt again. If he hits more home runs, maybe. Oh, but because you know uh, they don't know how to vote. You're moving Max to second base. You, you got Seager, or sorry, you got Seager out. So you're moving. You're, you're playing Lux at, at at short, and I don't honestly, I don't know if that's like uh, a net gain, if that's a net negative, if that's even. Because I, I, you know, Lux seems like he has more range than Seager, but the arm is kind of a question. And now on the other side, you're putting Pujols as the guy to receive potentially wild throws or digs in the dirt. And you could look at a number of, uh, uh, let's say, opportunities, attempts by uh, Mr. Albert Pujols this year. He has not looked good at first. And he, he did, you know, they said he was putting in the work with uh, with Anaheim before uh, the untimely uh, end of that. But, uh, well, I guess maybe about five years too late end of that. But... That's one of the things the Dodgers are elite with is helping these guys get really good on defense. You can look at somebody like Max Muncy, for example. He's not some, he does not scream. This guy is an elite defender, but he's put up really good numbers so right. far. Dodgers can help uh, could help put uh, Pujols in the right situation. Could help him remind him, hey, you should probably look the ball into the glove. Maybe don't play as far, so you don't need to try to hobble to first. I know how that goes. Play right next to the bag. <laughs> Played a lot of first base injured and as a fat guy, so I know how that goes. Um, uh, that that That's seriously, though, my biggest concern is watching Albert Pujols attempt to play first. A little scared. I'm a little scared on that one. Does he finish the entire year with the Dodgers? That's the big question, and I saw that very early on in the comments. I forgot who asked, but, uh, man, I, I I honestly have a hard time saying yes. I think it's entirely de- depending on how he produces, honestly. I, th- I think it has nothing yeah. to do with more than that. I think it's if you produce, you stick around. If not, thank you. We appreciate you. Uh, mm-hmm. Good luck with your next team. Um, did 100% did not expect him to sign with an NL team. Like every <laughs> Everything in my body told me that he is going to sign with, an, uh, with a rebuilding AL team, if anything. That was apparently not the case. I'm sure they were in the conversation. I don't know who was in the conversation. Maybe the Orioles. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Somebody that could, he could sell tickets for. I don't think he wanted that. Obviously, he went the complete opposite end of the yeah. spectrum and said, I want to play for a winning team. Um, again, he didn't say who was in the conversation. It sounded like the Cardinals were never in the conversation, which I didn't understand anyways. I get that it's, you know, it's, uh, I don't know. It's nice to go PR home. move. Yeah. Like, if anything, but if, also like freeing up roster space. If it was late in the season. Around. 
it would have made sense. It was like September. You have you know forty men. You could a roster you could bring up, uh, and you're probably not going to have him on your postseason roster. Sure, let him let him yeah. come back, but so not I, in May. I, I never understood that. The White Sox to me still made sense with all the injuries that they have. I think they um, who would they lose? Abreu. Everybody, everybody good. They've lost everybody good on their team. They're <laughs> still somehow Titty. very good. Eli's titty rest in peace, bless <laughs> up. Um, I also get to, you know, Tony LaRusso. I don't know how that relationship is. Mm-hmm. I have no idea, but there's got to be something there. Here he is, though, and I don't know if he's going to be with the team the whole year. I think his intention is to be with the team the whole year. I think that the Dodgers are like, look, you hit, you stay. You don't, you got to go. And it's left-handed pitching. I mean, yeah. that's the biggest thing. Can you hit left-handed pitching? I don't think he's going to be matched up against a lot of right-handed pitching, no. and if he is, I don't think they expect him to really produce. But if he's also not hitting left-handed pitching, no. Uh, Tina says he probably didn't want to uproot his family either. He is pretty nicely uh, well-established here in Southern California. Now, Michael on Facebook says, uh, iconic baseball hero. He deserves a respectful ride into the sunset. DH would have done him better for that. The Dodgers can, though hopefully provide him the the best opportunity for that respectful uh, ride into the sunset because again there there i i really feel strongly there's more value there's more upside here with this move than there is downside downside is yeah you're you're getting you're bringing on board an old man who is kind of you don't know what you're really going to get from him but he's hitting the ball hard uh he brings that hashtag veteran presence to the clubhouse which is probably pretty big in a, in a younger different kind of clubhouse right now um you know how do you how do you feel about uh the veteran presence and bringing somebody like uh alberto in yeah i mean i, I think that it's uh it's always beneficial and sometimes it means more sometimes it means less sometimes it doesn't mean anything at mm-hmm. all but i think in my mind it's always beneficial the dodgers in the past have shown that veterans especially established veterans, guys who have been there before, have made an impact and changed yep. the clubhouse chemistry, um, especially when the Dodgers clubhouse was a little younger. You know, you're talking guys like David Freeze and Chase Utley coming in, even Jimmy Rollins in his brief time coming through. I mean, they made a difference when they were there, and I think that they value that a lot. And so I think that's certainly part of it with signing Albert. I don't think it's a pure talent standpoint as much as the potential and leadership. Well, he plays his first game in Dodger Blue tonight on Monday. Of course, if you've listened to this podcast, it's probably Tuesday, so you know how it went. Hopefully, he uh, he drops a dong or something like that and just gets off to a good start because that would that would be very nice if he can uh, get off to a good start. You know, it's all about them first impressions. And uh, while Albert Pujols has made plenty of impressions at Dodger Stadium over his uh, long and historic career, let's continue it in Dodger Blue. Moving on, uh, we got to announce a winner. For our vintage brand giveaway, we are doing Throwback Thursdays with Vintage Brand, and we uh, are giving away a canvas of your choice. You're going to have to reach out to us to um, kind of pick it out. We'll, we'll we'll talk to you. But we had the question last Thursday, which was uh, which one, which uh, ugly stretch felt worse in terms of uh, losing streaks that the Dodgers have been on recently. Throw that bug back on the the streak the Dodgers came off of the 2021 streak where they went five and fifteen, the 2017 stretch where in September they went I think it was three and seventeen or the ugly start to 2018 where they went I think it was sixteen and twenty six to start which is not bueno. Um, and I'm I'm just randomly picking somebody. I think we had some good ones in the comments, and we'll we'll get this a little better tightened up for uh, this coming Thursday's edition of Throwback Thursday, which may be featuring Gail. We'll get back to you on that. But I liked right here our boy Ray 
The atom bomb gave us a good answer. It says, mention it on the live stream. 17 felt worse because we were on top of the world and then losing 16 out of 17. The Diamondbacks having our number. We were desperate to reach the World Series in 29 years, and it felt like the world was coming to an end. 21 just felt like we were wasting our time watching. Yeah. 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 Anyways, you're the winner. DM me or Brooke, and we'll get you set up with a... Uh, a canvas from our friends over at Vintage Brand. Make sure you subscribe uh, to their newsletter, vintagebrand.com. There is a newsletter down in the footer of their website. It might pop up on their website as well, or um, I think it, they have like a vintagebrand.com slash subscribe right now. Uh, check it out. Just just go there. You'll make us uh, all all feel much happier. Yeah. And raising the stream. He says, I won. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. You're a winner. Um. Moving on. From good news to bad news. I mean, we, I mean, it's not a typical Blue Heaven show. We only do bad, bad here, baby. Let's go. We are the bad news broadcast. Uh, Corey Seager, did you see that live? I did not. I believe you were, you were heavily invested into... Uh... I was invested into a stake yeah. at that oh. point. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. Okay. Pinnacle well, Peak, shout out. You looked like he was in a lot of pain. Got hit in the hand. You could pretty much tell immediately. It was probably, he probably broke something. Hands are very, uh, what's that called? Bony? Bony, um, yeah. There's mostly bones in hands, obviously. Yeah, he broke a boner, yeah. So I like how Dave trying to, <laughs> Dave Roberts trying to remember the uh, I don't know, the man. name of the bone. He's like, it's like a metatarpal or a metaparpal. Or a <laughs> metaparsal. <laughs> and then someone's like, is it a metacarpal, Dave? And he's like, yeah, yeah that yeah, one. Yeah, that's I don't the one. Know. Uh, broke a little bony in his hand. Fifth metacarpal bone. In his right hand. Actual Twitter Twitter doctors, not that not the you know ironic Twitter doctors. The actual tw- doctors that are on Twitter that are also into sports are like, hey, that's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Recovery time is more or less greater, around four weeks plus or minus, depending on who you are. Mm-hmm. I think with uh, Corey, it's probably on the plus side more than anything. You can see in his cast, his hands kind of bruised. You can see the yeah. fingers bruising. Um, I. Four weeks? I, I don't see four weeks. Yeah, Dave said the floor is four weeks. That feels uh, very, very optimistic. And Dave did not want to offer up a uh, a timeline, but he was kind of forced into it. He was backed into a corner, and that's what he came up with. That's probably the numbers they've given. One of the good things uh, of, of a bad situation with this, the best part for, uh, for Corey here is that it was his right hand, so he's able to do a lot more stuff. He can still, uh, he can still, as Dave said, he can do some top hand stuff uh, with the bat. They Dodge, Dodgers have the the virtual yeah, reality stuff. stuff too. <laughs> Dodgers have that virtual reality thing, so they can still at least like see some fake pitching. He can he can run because it's not his legs. He can do defensive work, which is good because it's not his glove hand. So at least he can still see some stuff. It's not going to be that bad. Uh, you know, he's, it's not going to take as much, um, like to get his body completely back into shape. He can do everything to to uh, stay as close to in shape, where he can maybe go out on a week rehab assignment and see X amount of pitching, and you know, come back and and be okay. Notably, he wasn't overly tearing up the ball on uh, either sides of uh, the ball, as as it were, as Maddie Man says right here. He was heating up. He was starting to look a little bit better. But um, still, you don't want this, especially when you have 
Cody Bellinger out. You have Zach McKinstry still out. Pollock was lost just the day before because, surprise, he came back too early. You don't do that with hamstrings. Nah, hamstrings hurt. I'm not even old and my hamstrings really hurt. You just don't do it. I mean, Pollock goes down. You see, you saw it coming. There's no way. Like, there... (laughs) When he went for that ball in Anaheim, I was like, that probably hurt. <laughs> I can't imagine that felt very good. Yeah. Um, he's not old, but he is injury prone. Uh, he's had a history of getting hurt and uh, it affecting him throughout the course of the season sometimes. Mm-hmm. Not saying that's necessarily what this is, but I did feel like they were in a position where they could have maybe afforded to sit him out a couple more games, a couple week, <laughs> weeks yeah. maybe. And now you're at a point where you're, it's going to be weeks. Now you forced it into a situation mm-hmm. where it's going to be weeks without A.J. Pollock. I think could have gotten away with him just being the pinch hitter on the bench. No Because it was working. Now, I mean, luckily we're at a point where Z-Max should be coming back soon. Cody hopefully should be coming back soon. They're going to go out and rehab assignments this week. Good news, great news, love it. But they've been out for a while. I yes. mean, Cody Bellinger in particular has been out since the second series of the year. Yeah. I mean, it, that, that was a long time ago if you think about it. He's going to need some at-bats. He's going to need to see a bunch of live pitching. I mean, at this point, he might as well just be back in spring training. He's just going to be starting over from scratch again because he hasn't been able to do much in that time Mm -hmm. that he's been off. So I worry about that a little bit. I do worry about them maybe bringing him back, and then he's not able to produce because he didn't get enough live at-bats. He didn't see enough live pitching. Didn't see enough good live pitching. Um, Zach McKinstry a little less worried about. Mm -hmm. But I guess that's an upside to it. I mean, you know, at least we got those guys coming back. At least we, another upside, at least we are supposed to see more Matt Beatty. <laughs> supposed to see more <laughs> Matt Beatty. He says on the day that Matt Beatty is once again not starting. Yeah. But three, left-handed pitching. It, Matty got three hits against uh, the Marlins on Sunday, and his reward once again for a nice game is old is El Bencho. Right, but, fine for nine, Matt. As of right now... Uh, since Price has been activated, there are 12 Dodgers currently on the injured list. Um, they they got a pretty damn good team on the IL right now. So my question is, who did we piss off? What did we do? Who upset the baseball gods? Because there is some serious bad juju in the air. Uh, and it, it was very weird, too, because they stayed so incredibly healthy during spring training that it was so they were so healthy to a point that I thought about it. I was like, wow, this is this is usually doesn't happen in spring training. I mean, yeah. we had like um, the Joe Kelly thing where he was still coming back from something and Mitch White was a little behind schedule, but that was that was it. That was all that happened. And then everybody uh, and their grandma decides to die now in the season. We're missing Scott Alexander, who's going to be out for longer than they said. Ferguson, of course, out for the year. Tony Gonsolin, for people who don't understand what's going on, he was put on the 60-day injured list today. It's going to be retroactive. It's not going to be anything. It was just a roster move to get a spot for Albert Pujols. He'll still be back two weeks less, maybe a little more. He will be back. He will be the Dodgers' number 5 starter. Bruzdar is still kind of, I think that he's, he's long-tossing, still not off a mound. Uh, he seems to be kind of going back and forth between Arizona and L.A. Is that a thing or... I don't know what the purpose of that is. Uh, I don't know if there's maybe a bigger issue than they know, or they're just very confused about what's wrong with him, but he seems very up in the air. Yeah. He seems to be one of those guys. And we've had a couple of those guys this year where it's like, I don't know. He could be back today. He could be back uh, three months from now. 
Of course, Corey Knebel hurt himself uh, as, after he started pretty damn well in the season. They're expecting him back later in the year. David Price just came back. Eddie Rios, out of nowhere, out for the year. Surgery. Cody's come back. Kinsley talked about him. Pollock Seeger just went down. Uh, Tommy Canely's another guy who's on the IL pitcher. Signed him uh, this offseason. Nobody's seen him really yet. Could maybe sneak into the bullpen somehow by September. Probably, maybe. Uh, but it still would have been a while since he had last pitched. And, uh, of course, D-May out for the year. So a lot of a lot of IL time. I yeah. Don't, I don't know who we pissed I think, off. Uh, I think the Lakers and Dodgers, they just sold their souls for a championship <laughs> in 2020. <laughs> for the Mickey Mouse championship. I mean, if you guys watch uh, basketball, too, it is tough watching the Lakers and uh, – Playoffs are starting. <laughs> and, the, and Lakers are in the play-in tournament thing. I really haven't yeah, paid attention. Yeah, they're in a play-in tournament. It's not good. It's, it's not good news, boys. Well, at least we got a lot of baseball left, and we have a basically a brand new roster for the Dodgers. And, and this is our this is a, clearly our serious episode today because there's so much actual news, so we don't need to dick around as much. But we already talked about a Pujols on the roster, Price has rejoined the roster, but the big move, uh, the big other move, the kind of sneaky could be a sneaky good move. Yoshi Sutsugo. Um I like it. I do like the move. <laughs> Big league numbers do not look good. I think he's like a career 177 hitter. Only 77 games. Much more serviceable in Japan over his career. 10 years, 285 uh, batting average. Been a solid player. I feel like the Rays gave up on him pretty quick. Yeah. Pretty damn quick. I mean, granted, you know. I think the general consensus is that you look at players that play in Japan and Korea and you're, they're supposed to be big league ready. I mean, when mm-hmm. you guys come over to the major leagues, they don't come over to go play in the minors and they don't try to make their way up. They come over to play big league baseball and that's the point. So I get it from that standpoint. Yep. If they're like, hey, we gave you you know parts of two seasons, didn't produce, sorry. Yeah. I get that, I guess. But also, I mean, the Rays are a lot like the Dodgers in the terms of their analytical department and the, the way they, they uh, guide players. Improved talent, things like that. Um, I don't. I don't know what was going on over there. I don't know the Rays very well. Mm-hmm. Never met him. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I do think he is one of those guys that I think can be really good for the Dodgers. Yeah, and and the the, the Dodgers and Dave have already talked about it. Like uh, they've done their homework as the Dodgers do. Done their homework on this player, and uh, we'll get Dave in right here to to talk about. Just some of the things they think they could help out uh, Yoshi-san with. Yeah, there's things that our hitting guys have already kind of dug into. And, and it's kind of, if you do a side-by-side of him in Japan and, and him with the Rays, it, it's uh, he's a shell of himself. And, and so there's obviously some things that we got to talk through. And we want to hear his take on where he's at mechanically, uh, process-wise. And then so we can have a conversation and kind of work together to kind of figure this thing out. Because there's a lot of upside. There's life to the bat. Uh, he's a professional hitter. Professional hitter usually a go-to for the do- or for Doc, provided they're they're well. I, I've enjoyed uh, before we dive more into Sutsuko, uh I've enjoyed watching and listening to Doc and, and Friedman try to bounce around saying the rookies are really bad at baseball and our bench sucks. Yeah, like today Friedman was saying uh, a whole lot of what was it? It was. Um, uh, something about getting them like in the right situation or yeah, something like that. Right. Like they, he did his best. He did his best to to not say, "Hey, these guys are not doing 
what Jock and Kike would have been doing. They're not producing. He's like, hey, it's hard to be a young guy coming off the bench. It's easy to be an old guy coming off the bench. That's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> and that didn't, you know, and, doesn't uh, always track. <laughs> and Dave, though, today did add that uh, it's a Yoshi is a really good acquisition for the Dodgers. So there's a lot. There's a lot to uh, probably like with this guy. Uh, oddly, another left-handed bat. Kind of a uh, kind of thick boy, big time pull power, a little bit of first, a little bit of third base, some left field. He's played around. Not probably not going to get too much up the middle. I thought maybe you might see him mixing in a tad at shortstop. You look at him, might not be his profile. Maybe in an emergency, but you got other guys who can uh, who can get the the get the work done at at short with Luxy and. Uh, CT and I don't even know who else after that to be honest. Noisy, noisy, noisy could play short. Yeah, I like the raisin. Yeah, noisy yeah. can play. Uh-huh. He's got a good arm. <laughs> uh, but as seemingly, you know, uh, there's a lot to like on a flyer like this. Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of hate at this point. If you're at a, if you're at a position where you're like, hey, there's a lot of guys in the minor leagues that need to be called up right now. There's a lot of guys ready to go that need to be getting major league playing time. I could see you mm-hmm. not liking the move but who he's not he's literally not blocking anybody <laughs> who is he blocking <laughs> <laughs> do you think back to like 2019 when when lux was tearing the cover off the ball in triple a and he couldn't get a spot until september like i mean obviously then they had some some killer dudes you still had freezer you had kike you had jock you had some some um some some dudes on the bench who can get the job done so it's like okay this guy isn't really going to get this opportunity but now you look at sheldon and DJ and Barnsey and who else? I don't know. Like it's it's been so thin. They're carrying so many pitchers of late. So it's the right guy at the right time. Give it a try. Uh, Friedman doing what Friedman does best, and that's um, just hunting for talent. Uh, you know, finding guys on the fringe, sort of that that could help with depth. And you know he didn't build out the depth as well uh, as he has in the past because he lost two big pieces yep. that were just always there. Yep. So it's a solid move. It's another one. It's not going to hurt us. And if it does, sorry, bud, you're going to AAA or you're uh, you're you're leaving. That's the way it goes. And, that, and I'm talking to you, actually. I am uh, leaving. Yeah. You're, you're <laughs> I'm going, going to AAA. AAA. <laughs> I'm going to DFA you just before episode 200 coming up. Oh, oh man. <laughs> We got some uh, just to, to get off uh, track here. We got some some people that are uh, that, that are trying to put uh, the Dodgers' struggles on Trevor Bauer. Hmm. Interesting. He's got a lot of power. He's got a lot of power. <laughs> Showed up and uh, with his paper on his shirt, made him lose. <laughs> yeah, I like how he's just like, "You want to talk about that?" He's, nope, nope. <laughs> his okay. his pressers are fun, man. That dude is uh, he's he's an interesting cat. He's like uh, he's like Zach Greinke if Greinke would actually talk. I think that's what's going on in his oh, head. Man, dude, I wish I was around for yeah. Zach Greinke interviews. Oh, yeah, my but, God, uh, I wish I was. You know, having a dude who's in the uh, in the rotation, staying healthy, taking the ball every fifth day, and he's what like four and three, but he has like a two four ERA or something like that. Mm. Like, and he's he's shoving so far in May. I think he has a one point three ERA. Uh, you keep, where that's what I worry. Where the hell would we be without if that signing didn't happen? But uh, I, I can see it. it. It is one of the changes, but there was more than just bringing in a guy. There was a lot of different uh, bodies kind of going out that, that the Dodgers have relied on for quite some time. So don't blame Bauer for the bad uh, bad juju. Or do. I don't know. I mean, it's up to you. It's your own prerogative. I don't really care either way. 
stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Moving on. The Dodgers are uh, finally playing Arizona. Yeah, I don't know who made the schedule this year, but... Uh, Somebody was drunk, and they're like, ah, they don't need to play. They're like, you know what? Division. Play Colorado a bunch of times. Uh, play the Padres a bunch of times. Go wherever else. Play the Mariners twice. Why not? And then they're like, oh, yeah, Diamondbacks. <laughs> Diamondbacks are in division. I forgot about that. They're like, oh, Giants, too. Giants. We should probably put them right after them. Yeah, well, my bad, guys. Uh, yeah, really odd. But, you know, Arizona's, you know, they're not as good as they once were. No. They're not as good as they once were. It's wild they're not when, as bad as they have been. <laughs> when you like trade your good players, you're not good. Are you telling me Paul Breaking. Goldschmidt was a good player? Allegedly. I miss Paul Goldschmidt being a Diamondback. 18 and 23 coming into the series, a solid fourth place in the NL West. Uh, yeah, the, the disparity between third place and fourth place is pretty phenomenal in the NL West. <laughs> yeah, pretty real. phenomenal. Two seventy three team batting. Oh wait, that's no, wrong. That's, wrong. that's, that's yeah, not two seventy three. They're, they're two thirty seven. It's a low batting average. Yeah, yeah. They got a four point eight team ERA. They're, I they don't really have a starting rotation. No, I mean, you got Mad Bum, who is technically a starter. It's Mason Saunders. I don't right. like. I, I don't like pitching against Mad Bum. I don't mind hitting against them. We can hit him. I just hate pitching against him because he always Kershaw. got the chance that he's going to take you deep. Yeah, at least Kershaw's not pitching against him. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a have, guarantee. He would have two shots off of him easily. <laughs> but uh, Mad Bum isn't doing great, but he's coming in pretty hot. He's on a roll, uh, 4-0 in his last five starts, three earned runs, over 30 innings pitch. So this is probably not the time you want to face Mad Bum. On the other side, it would be fun to uproot him. He's due. <laughs> he's due for a stinker. Uh, but, uh, yeah, otherwise... Like you said, zero rotation uh, they have over there in They got all Arizona. TBDs behind them, It's huh? TBD for the rest of the damn series as of right now, uh, which is 546 on Monday ahead of game one. But you got Julio going on the bump uh, tomorrow. You got Bueller tonight on Monday. You got Kirsch on Wednesday. And it's a four-game series. Bauer takes the matinee. I don't know if it's a matinee or not, I assume, because they're traveling from there. But he's on Thursday against TBD, who I hear uh, throws really hard. Oh, TBD, plus stuff. Elite elite command. So, again, this is another opportunity as part of this homestand. The Dodgers got to keep fattening up the best ways that they can uh, to to be, you know, the, so far they're, what, 4-1 and one on the homestand. Mm-hmm. They're five of their last seven, so that's better than five and, and 15. Things are going better. This week would be a great time to make up a ton of ground in the standings. A ton of ground. There's uh, there's not much um, difference between the third-place Dodgers and the first-place Giants, who also have the, the the best record in the National League, which is, <laughs> like I've said for the last Oof. year and a half, that the Giants are don't sleep on the Giants. They're going to be pretty damn good pretty damn soon. Maybe not the best. You wouldn't have expected them to be... The best in the NL right now. They're also not that good. Dodgers are only two games behind them, or two and a half games, I think, behind them right now. They're going to fade, as Paul says right here. They're going to fade. They have a lot of bullpen issues. Um, Jake McGee, y'all remember that name? He's their closer. Fastball Jake McGee. And he ain't doing all that hot all the time. He's got saves, sure, uh, but that's but a number. 
So who we get to play then this week? And that's going to be fun. I am very much looking forward to playing the Gigantes. Uh, it, it's um, we'll talk more about it on Thursday for I guess another pregame. I don't know what time the game is on Thursday, so it's either pregame or postgame or something like that. Um, but Farhan, as Jose Rado Five says, Farhan has built a very good product up there in San Francisco, and I think he's also probably a little mad that they're gooder <laughs> because he wants to trade those dudes to be able to you know get some prospect capital. Seven ten on Thursday. I'm oh. surprised on a travel day of all days. I guess Going, it's not that far. Traveling all the North. way up to San Fran. So it'll pregame on Thursday, guys. We'll pregame. Five o'clock here. on Thursday. Anyways, that's about it. Uh, cool. You, you got any final comments? Good to see you. <laughs> Good to see you. Go Albert. <laughs> like, like, share, subscribe. No, it'll be. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of new Dodger baseball happening right now, guys. Uh, soak it up. Albert Pools is the Dodger. That's weird. You should accept it as weird. You should also embrace it as weird. It's weird. It's fun. Um, say weird again. Weird. Weird. You can find us on the weird internet at DodgersNation.com. Subscribe to Blue Heaven on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Player FM, oh so many more. And <laughs> make sure you... I'm just going to keep doing this. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash... Dodgers Nation TV. I got to request this thing smooth, and I will not because it will blend awkwardly into the music that's playing on the podcast side right now. So it'll just be you adding lyrics to something that doesn't make sense. Guys, I'm at Berkeley 3. This guy over here is at Real FRG. He is saying it's smooth. We're on Twitter and Instagram. We are at Dodgers Nation on Twitter, at official Dodgers Nation on Instagram. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thank you for your questions. Thank you for your comments. Thank you for starting that for no reason. We appreciate you guys. Go Dodgers. See you on Thursday. stadium their silence is deafening 136 israelis are still being held hostage by hamas bring them home home. 